Hi, everyone. This is the Bread and Rice podcast. This is Sam. This is Eric. And today we decided to talk about how our relationship has evolved over time. And so as we mentioned before, we met on a dating app. And I think really like our second date was like four days later. And you were about to go to Japan for two weeks. Yeah. And so that's kind of like when we started like hashing out some of the details. I guess you wanted to like see me before I left, right? That is, that's true. I that's asked like, for that second yeah. date. Because I was like, hey, let's go on this date. And then, all right, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. See you. <laughs> <laughs> going on vacation. Yeah. So I was, I was really a little nervous actually asking for that second date. Yeah. Actually, I was really surprised. And I was really happy. Oh, good. Because I was like, I don't I felt like that first date was good. I don't know if she would want another one. I feel kind of bad, like, leaving. But, <laughs> you know, I planned this vacation a while ago. Yeah. But then I guess you kind of just did what I was thinking in my head. I was like, oh, maybe I can see her again. Mm. And then you're just like, four days later, you're like, hey, let's go on another date. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's true. I remember asking you on that date, too. I was like, do you mind if I date, like, other people? Because I was, like, talking to other guys at the time. And I was like, two weeks is a long time. Like, Yeah. I was totally fine with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think my big thing was, like, I don't want to seem, like, controlling or, like, you know, somebody who's, like, doesn't trust their partner mm. of or my partner of having been on one date. So, <laughs> you know, you got to. Yeah, set up those those expectations early. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I was, like, super nervous, but I also wanted to be, like, really honest with you and open. Yeah. So I was like, I think I should just ask. Yeah. And I think I also just felt bad that I was leaving, so I was like, yeah, of course, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to stay on your good side, you know? Oh, thank you. Uh, I think then, like, when you were gone during the two weeks, that's when we became exclusive. We were texting a lot. Yeah. I remember, like, we were going, like, different places in Japan, and I was, like, texting you a lot. And then at some point, you're like, shouldn't you be, like, spending time with your friends? <laughs> I was like, we're just walking somewhere. It's okay. <laughs> I definitely felt, like, a little guilty because I realized that you were texting I mean, so much, but fine. then... Got <laughs> <laughs> have priorities. Yeah. <laughs> I think, luckily, like, the group of friends that you went with, right? Yeah, like... I feel like we're just really chill. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, yeah, was, you like this girl, this text her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're not like texting while we're eating, eating food or something, like at a restaurant, like, yeah, that's like basic etiquette, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're usually pretty lax. Yeah. I think. What are some things that you like you first like questioned or like considered about me? Well, I think, like, a big thing for me was I always wanted to, at some point, like, go back to California. So mm. I think one of the things I always wanted to make sure was, like, is this girl also going to be okay with that? Mm. Or does she even want to go? Mm. And I think for you, it was very obvious that yeah. you were not super enthralled with staying in the Midwest. Yeah. I mean, our goal is to eventually go out to California yeah we'll get there one day i think my big consideration for you when i first met you was that that you ride motorcycles yeah. and that you did yeah and i was like that's oh. how I, that's how you get girls <laughs> it worked on you <laughs> <laughs> 
I remember talking over with like my best friend of like what happens when people are in motorcycle accidents like do they get a spinal cord injury do they get a traumatic brain injury do they just pass away and I think we kind of came to the conclusion that you'd most likely pass away if you ever got into an accident Mm -hmm. so I mean because all your friends work in healthcare and you're a physical therapist so like of course I remember you telling me like one day like oh I already picked out like the hospital that I'm gonna take you to and I know like like what I'm gonna like you have your plan yeah like set up and I was just like so amazed that there was already that much thought (laughs) I don't know (laughs) apparently I was quite I guess uh I didn't plan out a whole lot of things before I met you (laughs) I guess I think you just really enjoyed it I did plan just not to the degree that you do Mm -hmm. I think and motorcycle riding wise, like you're pretty safe. Like you wore like a helmet, you wore like a yellow vest. Yeah, like, like I, I try to do my best. Like I took the motorcycle safety course. I wore all the high reflectivity gear, and like I, I was almost and ninety nine percent of the time when I was riding, I was wearing most of my gear. Mm-hmm. So like, I think the realization was there that like, yeah, this inherently is dangerous, but like it, it's it's cool. I enjoy it. And maybe, like, it doesn't seem as, like, as big of a, I don't know, like, responsibility, maybe, um, when it's just you. Yeah. But, like, you know, as you start dating someone and, like, seriously thinking about, like, your future together, it's like, oh, yeah, it's probably isn't, like, healthy. I mean, super long term. I mean, I don't know. It's just inherently dangerous, like yeah. you said. I think I mean, it just depends on people's risk tolerances. Yeah. Like, I think if I told you, like, I really love this, and this is, like, something I never want to give up, I think you'd be okay. Because you told me, like, if you really want to do it, fine, but, like, go... What, what did you tell me? Like, go I love it. volunteer in a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I told you... you if you wanted to keep riding motorcycles, I would like it if you volunteered in a spinal cord injury place for two weeks. Yeah. Just seeing, like, how they live, because once you get a spinal cord injury, like, depending on where it is and the severity, yeah. I just think seeing it in real life that... Well, it drives the impact home. I yeah. Like, I think you're just, like, aware of your, yeah. like, the consequences. I think you're better more. at that, though. Like, you're better at understanding the full extent of like the impact of something that was definitely something i like first considered right off the bat <laughs> yeah i was like whoa thanks for working <laughs> out for me <laughs> yeah i definitely picked out your hospital too uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> anyway i have since given that up so i mean partly because i feel like it's a risk that maybe like i'm not really willing to take anymore but also just it's not really enjoyable riding in Michigan because, you know, potholes everywhere. So, yeah, lovely roads. Yeah. And you think another thing probably step in our relationship was saying, like, I love you. I yeah. remember being like very nervous. And I wrote down like this whole entire list of like what I think you do so great and like why I'm so grateful for you. And at the end, like, I finished it off with like, I love you. But I think I gave you this letter saying, like, I don't want there to be any pressure because mm-hmm. I didn't want you to feel like you had to say it back to me. Like, I knew that I processed my feelings like pretty quickly. 
What yeah. I mean, I think in our relationship, for all like the major milestones, I feel like you've always been ahead of me. Or like maybe you're a little faster moving than I have been. I don't know. I mean, what did it feel like for you? Like when I told you that I loved you, but like you weren't ready or yeah. you weren't at that point. Do I think I. I mean, I, I definitely felt a little bit of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I said no pressure? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where people are like, oh, like, it's no pressure. But, like, deep down, maybe you, like, hope, right? That, like... I think we'll everyone hopes. Yeah. And, I don't know, I, I feel like I didn't want to, like, disappoint you or anything. Mm. It's just like, oh, I kind of want to, like, move at my speed, but... I don't want it to like be something that hangs up the relationship or mm. something like that. How did you get to that point then? What? Of like figuring out that you loved me. I don't know. I, I think for me, it just takes time mm. to like process things or maybe like, I think I've always been somebody who like lives more in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so like, I realized like, our day-to-day is, like, great, and I really value, like, our relationship, and I'm really happy day-to-day with, like, where we are, Mm -hmm. but then, like, maybe it doesn't register, like, how things will change in the future, or, like, how our relationship is slowly changing Mm -hmm. as it is, you know, and I don't know, but I think sometimes when you started, like, the ball rolling about thinking about something, that like kind of prompts me to process it and then I also like get to the same place it just takes longer Mm. I think a good example is like marriage (laughs) like I didn't really think about it much but then like and and then I I feel like maybe it's like this distant thing that feels very far away Mm. you know like especially when you don't think about it but like you know when you told me about oh like some of the things that you think about are like biological clock and like you know, how much it's going to cost. And like, if we get married, that means whatever date we set the marriage at, we should probably be engaged for like a year before that. And Mm -hmm. then which means if we want to get engaged a year before that, then we have to figure out like, you know, at at least like some of the ring stuff or like some of that stuff. So I think you have have always a good grasp of the timing of -hmm. things. I think like for me, kind of just living the moment it was like oh marriage is like kind of far away I didn't really like plan how much it's gonna cost or like when we we need to get that process started mm-hmm. you know because it's just like oh it's in the future mm-hmm. and... I remember that like first conversation that we had about it because I was like do you want kids and like yeah I think I want two kids I was like okay so that means like we should get engaged next year yeah <laughs> you're like wait what yeah it was like oh you should probably like work out some of the details (laughs) but i don't know i I think it's like i guess it's something that guys usually don't have to think about yeah because like i know you like talk to your friends a lot about things like that but like like my friends i don't think we've ever really like talked about that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and unfortunately i guess that's typical yeah i think it becomes more of like a mainstream topic around like age 30 right because mm-hmm. the bio clock is supposedly like kind of ends to have kids around like age 35 yeah so then you're like oh, okay like you really have to 
start hashing out everything that you want. Yeah. But I think for guys too, like you, you don't have that bio clock, right? So no. like, it's like, oh, I'll just get married at forty to somebody who's like twenty five. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see everyone it. can live different ways. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it was definitely like a growing moment for me. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different levels of commitment. So end up saying like, "I love you." We talked through the marriage thing. I think I also knew that I wanted to get married pretty soon, like maybe a year and a half in, because I think our day-to-day lives were good. I think what I really started to value was how we problem solve. Mm-hmm. So if one of us, like... I feel I, like we were both really, like, committed to the relationship. Mm-hmm. I never I never really felt like, even at the beginning when we were dating, that, like, we were just dating for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we both came in with the approach that, like, I'm really looking for somebody to, like, spend my life with. And that means, like, taking all of this seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, with the questions that we, like, asked each other when we, I don't know which date that was, but we went out to eat at, like, a nice place. And I don't know if it was your idea or my idea, but there was this list of questions that was, like, how to... Um, grow love um, with like these 36 questions and um, we have some of them pulled up just so we can kind of look back through because I I don't remember what I said now but (laughs) I mean it would be kind of like given the choice of anyone in the world who would you want as a dinner guest or when did you last sing to yourself or to somebody else what in your life do you feel most grateful for? And then so what we did was we took this list and just took turns asking each other Mm -hmm. these things to, you know, both get to know the other person, but also I think some of these can be like kind of personal and requires you to be a little bit more vulnerable than maybe like a early date conversation. So apparently that's the key to growing your relationship quickly (laughs) (laughs) vulnerability and trust yeah probably yeah i think i was also like very conscious of like the two-year mark so even though like i think i said i loved you around the year mark you have them in your calendar i do because they're fun (laughs) dates to to remember and me telling you that like oh i think you're the person that i want to marry that was maybe a year and a half but mm. I knew I wouldn't accept an engagement until after the two-year mark just because I was, like, being mindful of, like, the passionate love supposedly runs out after, like, two years and then trying to really build that love over time. So I think the always, like, the metaphor given is, like, a burning fire versus, like, coals. Mm-hmm. So I think it was good Coal. to be- was a fire burns out but coals like stay, stay lit warm. For, or yeah. stay warm for a long time uh-huh. yeah 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 i don't know i mean like for me this is the longest relationship i've ever been in and like by a long shot so same it's like a lot of learning mm-hmm. i think about or unlearning maybe i should say like what you see on tv about like what a relationship should be versus like what works for us and what works long term because like I think just recently still like even when we like 
argue about things when we fight about things like i used to kind of feel like stuff was my fault or like the fact that we had a fight meant that we were doing something wrong as a couple but i think you said something that really changed my mindset which was like we're fighting because we finally got to a place where like something wasn't quite working and it doesn't mean that the relationship doesn't work. It just means that we are having this opportunity to keep growing together. And it kind of flipped my world upside down. Cause I was like, Oh, if I can, like, if we can like never fight, that's like the perfect relationship. And now it's like, Oh, maybe we should fight more. Cause like we should, <laughs> every time we fight, we grow. Right. So like, yeah. we're going to be like this much better couple at the end of all these like disagreements. Yeah. I think especially like, during COVID time, cause we yeah. have so much time together now. Yeah. Like, our fights are a little bit more frequent. Well, I mean, we also did change a lot of things. The two. We both quit our jobs. We moved from where we were living. And you started working, like, full-time with your family. Yeah. So, like, there's a and, and, like, you can't go outside pretty much. Like, cause, right, with COVID internet. Yeah, so, like, okay. I mean, as if just having a quarantine is bad enough. Like, there were a lot of decisions, I think, that we made. And... I, I think it's been really good for, you know, maybe finding places where we wanted to grow together. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because everybody says, like, COVID's, like, an, a relationship accelerator. <laughs> so, and then you hear that, like, the divorce rate has, like, been so much higher, like, during quarantine. And it's just, like, oh, all these people. Like, suddenly you go from spending... I don't know, five, six hours a day with somebody to like 24 hours. So, I mean, it's, it's a big change. Yeah, for sure. I think I really do appreciate like how we argue. I think both of us. It doesn't um, really feel like arguing, to be honest. It, it seems more like a discussion. Yeah. But we we both don't really believe in like yelling. Yeah. Or like getting super heated. Yeah. And usually, I think we both need time to process, like, why we're angry mm-hmm. or what's upset us. So it's not just, like, bringing up all the past grievances, like, all at once, you know, and, like, oh, you never do this or whatever. It's, like, really distilling, like, why did this particular incident make me upset in this way? And then trying to understand what that is for both people and then try to figure out, like, you know, yeah. what we can do to not do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that, like, did something happen? Like, why do I feel pain? Or, like, why do I feel so sad? Yeah. I think in the beginning, I was like, oh, like, I was looking out to see if you trusted me and if you looked out for me because I didn't want to be taken advantage of in the future. Mm-hmm. So I was like, is he mindful of me? Like, when we went to Cedar Point, like, oh, is he being mindful of, like, what I'm doing, and it doesn't have to be like all the time. That sounds like super needy, but mm. it's kind of like acknowledging my existence instead of ignoring me. And I think for some background, that was when we went to Cedar Point with Sam and some of my like high school friends. So um, it wasn't. It, it was like trying to be present with my friends. Um, who were there visiting, but also not making Sam feel like she was like an outsider, you know, because I, I think like managing different groups in relationships is also 
like a little bit challenging. Oh yeah, for sure. Because there's like so many different norms now that you have yeah. to take up. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that's like really evolved nowadays. I like don't even like question it. Like I always know that. Yeah, it's kind of weird that <laughs> now, like I think that like, you were like worried about that because <laughs> it seems like now you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're like, why don't you spend more time with your friends? <laughs> why are you always like with me on the couch? Just do something. <laughs> Go play some video games with your friends. Yeah. When was the last time you talked to them? <laughs> but I think that's something I really appreciate about you because you like you're good at recognizing those feelings. I think sometimes like I don't, and then I just get to a point where I'm just like, I'm like kind of sad, but I don't know why. And then you're like. Well, have you talked to your parent or have you talked to your family or talked to your friends in the past two weeks? And it's like, no, I haven't. I was like, oh, okay, well, you should do that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I guess like it's part of that, like living in the present kind of thing. I, I like what's in front of me. And I don't really like plan or like think super far in advance of like, oh, if I don't do this thing, I might be sad next week. <laughs> or, you know, I don't yeah. know. I think you're really in tune with your feelings. <laughs> I try to be. Yeah. But it is funny, like, how our arguments have, I think, changed over time, too. In the beginning, it was like, oh, it was like, Eric can respect me. And now it's like, Eric totally respects me. It's fine. Like, I think he should go hang out with his friends more. Mm. And, then, <laughs> and now I think it's more like, we're just checking in with, with each other. Like, did you sleep enough? Did you eat enough? Like, did you Yeah, you're also really good time? at that, too. Like, if you get angry at something, you're like... Oh, it might not be this trigger that made me angry. It might be that I didn't get enough sleep or like some, this other thing that's been bothering me. Yeah. And I think the method of like, oh, we like, if you're really mad, we both take a little bit of time to like think about it and process that I really like about yeah. the way we approach things. Because then you're not just like in the moment, like, I'm so angry. You're yeah. here, I'm going to yell at you. <laughs> yeah, or like, it's your fault that there's, like, yeah. one dirty dish in the sink. And, yeah. like, now nah, I'm super upset. But, like, yeah. it's really because I didn't eat dinner. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Angry. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I'm trying to be better, too, at, like, not taking everything personally. Because I, I used to, like, I don't know, it might be just, like, conditioning about, like, what relationship should be or, like, what the role of a male in a relationship should be. But I, I used to think, like, oh, if Sam's, like, unhappy, then it's something that I did. Or that, like, there's something that I'm not doing for her to support her. But, like, I think you've made it really clear to me that, like, stuff happens. We both get angry, and it doesn't mean that it's the other person's fault. It just, you know, something didn't go right. Yeah, for sure. I think it definitely, it's a mainstream, right? Like, you'll see it on TV. Like, the dads will say it to the son-in-law. Like, if you ever make my... Happy wife, happy life. That I like if you ever make my daughter cry, like I'm yeah, gonna come get you. Right, like yeah. don't ever make the girl feel sad. But I yeah. don't think that's necessarily realist realistic. Yeah. It's crazy because I never really like identified with that, I think, but somehow like I guess unconsciously stuff just leaks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So I think being aware of like external influences and how it like shapes the way you perceive your relationship is starting to become really important to me Mm -hmm. yeah i think so i think another thing was like you'll never be in pain if you're like it with the right person or if it's a good relationship yeah 
I think we both come to accept because we love each other so much that like there's so much more opportunity for us to cause each other pain so <laughs> inevitably it's going to happen but as long as we're able to work through it yeah I think just like accept that and like yeah. if there is pain then we accept the relationship is still good yeah it's just kind of part of life and we need to talk it and label it yeah instead of like oh it's broken we need to yeah and I, I think like rather than quantifying our relationship in terms of how many fights we have or something I think something that something else that you said to me that I think is really meaningful is like when, when you told me I think the relationship will be in trouble the day that we stop trying mm-hmm. not the day when we stop fighting right or start yeah stop fighting mm-hmm. um, but like we both have to be like willing to be present at the table and you know work out differences because that's you know you never know what life's gonna throw at you so if you like expect this person that you've met in your 30s 20s or 30s to be the exact same person in their 50s and 60s like you're probably gonna be in a world of hurt (laughs) yeah a little let down for sure yeah yeah i think being able to grow together and change together i think that's super important Mm mm-hmm yeah, I think that's really how our relationship has kind of grown over the last three years. Yeah. It's been pretty fun. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to add? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, and hopefully we'll see you next week. Yeah, bye.